and welcome to the first episode of Chats with My Daughter. My name is Kathy, and this is my daughter, Ella. I am in my mid-40s, and I'm a part-time veterinarian and a full-time mom. I'm 11 years old, um, I'm about to turn 12 years old, and I just finished sixth grade. Um, I also like to dance, sing, and act in my free time. Yeah, and you know, we started this podcast because we found that this year was kind of a big change for us, and we've been having a lot of discussions about it. Um, you know, sixth grade here in Florida is in middle school, so definitely a lot of different things happen in middle school, and we figured there are other moms and daughters trying to have these conversations as well. So uh, we decided to create a podcast for all the discussions we've been having. Without further ado... This week's episode, um, we decided to talk about the subject of boundaries. Um, we thought it would be good to discuss the limits and boundaries that every child should have. I think um, as a mom, I may think boundaries are more important than my daughter does. So um, Ella, being the little entrepreneur that she is, uh, created a survey that we um sent out to our friends and and uh we got some interesting answers right ella mm -hmm. ella do you remember the questions that we asked on our survey yeah so some of the questions were like what their average screen time was and if they did have any limits on screen time and like what movie rating they usually watch what's their bedtime and what age do they have to be for what app and do they have any chores? And if so, what chores do they have? And, and what did you think when you asked these questions? Did you think that you were going to find out that I was a strict mom? Well, I, a lot of my friends at school, mm -hmm. like, they're not, they just seem, like, so laid back with their rules. Like, their parents don't really care, which, like, I know you do have to care for screen time, but, like, they just don't care at all. So I'm glad that you care a little bit. Yeah. But, so I thought which I was kind of right, my school friends would not really have that many, like, limits or, like, would have late bedtimes or could watch really whatever movie they wanted. But then, like, my friends from, like, preschool, <laughs> I knew, I know that their moms are, like, really on top of them and, like, mm -hmm. trying to kind of, like, control what they see and what they don't see. So I just kind of expected a mix of answers, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, in all fairness, I knew when I was surveying my friends that I was surveying, kind of like you said, my like-minded friends. So um, I actually just surveyed the women in my book club. Mm. And I, I kind of knew that we were like-minded in the way we raise our children. Um, so I got a lot of the same answers. Um, and it made me feel like I am not a strict mom, actually. I felt like uh, some of them were stricter than I am. So, like, for instance, for our family, average screen time, we put a two-hour time limit on your phone, right? Mm -hmm. And that means that um, you can look at whatever you want on your phone to an extent, um, but after two hours, it shuts off, except you can, like, what? emergency dial me and daddy and yeah. text us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what did you find for your friends is two hours um, a little a lot I think two hours is like kind of kind of average actually a lot of my friends had like a three or four hour time limit mm -hmm. and actually most of them didn't have a time limit but some of them did have like where they got their phone at like eight and then they got it taken away at four just with no limits 
or like screen time limits, they can just use their phone within that time. And some of my friends had like time limits or they just didn't go on their phone a lot and that they had like an average of what they would usually do every day. They were just kind of guessing an yeah. average. Yeah, so I mean, here's the thing too. I, I put this two hour time limit on your phones and then you and your brother tend to then just hop on the laptop. <laughs> and I I feel like I'm pretty flexible about that. I, I usually allow that, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, you're fairly busy after school, so it's not like you have a ton of time to be sitting there on the phone. Mm -hmm. um, what I kind of got out of it and thought, ooh, maybe I should be more strict on what <laughs> Ella's shaking her head, no, no more strict. Um, you know, taking specific apps and putting time limits on them so that you can't spend the full two hours on TikTok. I think I think what would be a good thing would to be like the one app that I'm on most, which is TikTok. Mm -hmm. Just put like a two-hour time limit on that, but on like the rest of the apps, I can. Oh, you think you should have more <laughs> screen time? Of course you do. Of course you do. Um, no, but like, what about just that one thing? Yeah, but see, I'm thinking TikTok should be lessened to like. 30 minutes a day or something. I mean, how much time do you need to look at all, what these other people are doing? A lot. <laughs> and so that gets into another point. In, in our family, we, um, you're, you're 11. We've let you get TikTok. Um, we've talked to you about TikTok, like our concerns with any social media. And so that's the only social media we've allowed you to have, right? You, yeah. you would really like Snapchat and we have said no. <laughs> a lot of my friends have Snapchat. It's such a good app because like you get filters and just everyone's on that app and like it's not the same as just messaging. It's not the same as messaging? What, because you like snap a picture to somebody? Yeah. Yeah, but so you know my concern is why does an 11 year old or anybody really need a picture that's going to disappear in 30 seconds? Well, because, well, you can save the picture. Like, I would save all my pictures and show them to you. That's even more nerve-wracking. So if you did send a picture that you wished had been deleted, you know it never gets deleted. It's always out there. Someone may have screen-grabbed it. Um, but it says when they screen um, record oh, it does. or a screenshot so oh, that you can know. How do you know that? Um, One of my friends, one of my best friends, like, she goes on Snapchat all the time. And she just, I just look at her phone and like, if she screenshots something, it shows the other person that she screenshotted it. Hmm. So, but in a way, you can kind of like say, like, why did you do that? But I mean, you can't uh, prevent yeah. it from going out, but you exactly. can still have evidence of like that it happened. Yeah. They can't do anything behind your back. Like, I hear what you're saying. Um, and again, and I've said this to you, it's not necessarily my concern that you are going to send someone a picture of your butt, <laughs> but you might receive a picture of a butt. Yeah. Um, and we don't want that or need that. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I worry enough about TikTok, to be honest with you, okay. because I know people are doing inappropriate things on TikTok. But I, if I see any, I usually don't, but if I see anything inappropriate, I just scroll past it. But that's good. I, and I, I do think you are a mature, mature person. Um, the concerns that I have with any social media at your age are things like feeling left out. You know, um, 
I feel left out at age 44 when I look at Facebook and see some of my friends have gotten together and I think, I don't remember being invited to that. Um, and it's, just, it's different because in my day when you were home, you were home. You didn't know what other people were out and about doing. You know what I mean? And so that's one of my um, concerns is just the feeling of being left out and hurt and then yeah. bullying. I mean, there's certainly bullying that goes on. We've watched enough like movies and after school specials and stuff. So, um, you know, I think for now I'm only comfortable with TikTok and I'm not even that comfortable with TikTok. <laughs> so. Yeah, but maybe when I'm older you could talk about more social media. Yeah. Like I, Instagram. Instagram. I mean. It's it, not it, as bad as Snapchat because the pictures don't disappear. Yeah. But isn't Instagram essentially Facebook? No, there's really cool filters. Oh, so you're all about the filters. That's interesting. I, I guess we need more apps that are just camera apps with filters. Um, looking at my friends' responses, I don't think any of them have kids that have Snapchat or Instagram. Yeah. I think there were a couple who said yes to TikTok. And I think part of that was the... Uh, the uh, quarantine we were kind of bored in quarantine and we were making dance videos you know yeah. um, and that's the fun part of social media but I, I don't think any of my friends with uh, preteens said oh yeah I allow them to have snapchat and uh, Instagram and Facebook and most of them said they don't allow them to take their phones upstairs into their bedrooms um, most of them had some sort of limit, whether it was at eight o'clock the phone goes to bed or they set a two or three hour phone limit. So I felt like I was right on track, if not a little lax, especially because you guys. A lot of my friends said differently. And like those are the friends whose that. parents I don't know, right? <laughs> I guess. But also like, like back to quarantine, I also think that like the parents were like a lot of my friends parents were like leaning down on like stuff like social media and like what they can watch and just like what does what? leaning down mean like kind of like opening more like opportunities for them to just do more things oh, like, so they were loosening up. yeah I guess. okay like well like movie ratings they get to watch like a lot of PG-13 mm -hmm. whereas I think since they were at quarantine and like they were kind of like growing being at home mm -hmm. they were able to watch more like mature movies mm -hmm. and I, th I think we watch some mature movies yeah. I mean it depends too on if your nine-year-old brother mm -hmm. is with us um, if your dad is with us he, do he doesn't want <laughs> to see you see some things right yeah um, and, and we don't like a movie that's got, like, a ton of swear words. That's mm -hmm. a little much. Well, I, I just think it's also because, like, I think we should, I think I should be able to watch, like, PG-13 because it's kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm. Since, like, I'm in middle school now, like, PG is kind of, like, babyish. Mm -hmm. But, like, rated R is, like, too violent for me and, like, inappropriate. But, like, PG-13, I feel like it's the stuff that, like, I'm getting to, like, my age gap right no no I, I would agree with that I, I don't necessarily think you have to be 13 to watch PG-13 yeah. and I think for me 
I got a little bit more comfortable with it once you and I sort of started talking about sex because what I didn't want is when you were little to be like, what are they going to do? What's happening here? You know, and have to answer questions that I wasn't ready to answer. Well, I think... I think Devin, my younger brother, is kind of catching on. So, because <laughs> sometimes we watch PG thirteen like together. So, but I have realized like sometimes when it's like the family, we have to watch PG because my dad doesn't like it when we watch PG thirteen that much, and my brother's too like young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard with with uh, the movie thing and mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't know the right answer on that one, um, but it did seem like a lot of our friends were also saying roughly PG thirteen. Yeah. I mean, I had one Some friend rated R movies. Yeah, I can't be sure I, if I've ever let you watch a rated I R. I feel like though, I feel like rated R is okay if the parents like. I also just think just like PG thirteen, it can be rated R for different reasons. Oh sure. So I think that maybe like some kids who watch or I don't know kids like tweens that watch violent stuff like maybe like Cobra Kai or something and like their parents allow them to watch violence because they don't think it's as bad as some subjects Mm -hmm. or it's so like awkward to talk Mm -hmm. about so some violence I guess I'm not a very violent person so I'm not too eager to watch rated R but some movies I know can be rated R for sex too or like Mm -hmm. inappropriate things because it's like just so like like romantic or something yeah yeah no I I think there's a lot of you're exactly right there's a lot of reasons to rate a movie a certain way and sometimes I do go on IMDB and check the little parent thing and it says like it's um rated R because or rated PG-13 because and I think oh I don't want to touch that subject yet (laughs) Let's, let's watch something else um, and then what about bedtime? Because our family, we try to put the nine-year-old to bed at 8.30 and let you stay up till uh, nine, but it hasn't always worked out that way. Um, it seems like mostly you both go to bed at 9.30. I don't know how. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. So I think for a bedtime, it's, it's, not kind of, it's not that fair because Devin ends up going to this going to bed at the same time as me and I know that we've talked about like he has to go to bed earlier than me because mm-hmm. I'm in middle school right so but it's also because I'm going face to face and my brother is home or um Lee virtual mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to go anywhere in the morning but it just seems like and and when I did the interview for my friends a lot of them so that their bedtime was like nine or no bedtime at all. They just kind of go to bed when they fall asleep. Wow, yeah. I don't feel like we could do no bedtime because I feel like you and your brother would just sort of stay up. <laughs> I do. I, I, I mean, uh, you guys, I don't know. I just, I just think you would just keep watching another show or whatever, whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of have that rule of you have to be in your room. I don't necessarily say... What if I had a TV in my room? I don't think we're ready for a TV in your room. It leads to a lot of antisocial behavior, you know? I, I think it's good that we watch shows together or I can kind of see um, what you're looking at yeah. while I'm cooking. Or... You can trust me. No, I do. I, and I think that's kind of the issue here is you feel like I don't trust you. 
and I feel like I'm trying to protect you and keep you young still a little bit and um, you know just it, it yeah. I don't trust other people it's not it's not you I think and, you are a trustworthy person. and I know that a lot of my friends like so well, a few of my friends have had an incident happen where like their parents like they kind of broke their parents trust mm. so like they were so lenient like let them get snapchat instagram and one of my friends even said that she had snapchat and then a whole she got invited to this middle school group chat and then a whole thing rumors started and people were just talking crap about her in the group chat and she was seeing everything and when her mom found out about it she was like i mean which this is still kind of like pretty lenient but she just said like okay no snapchat till eighth grade Mm -hmm. which is still like even though (laughs) maybe it's just different for me because you don't let me have snapchat Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. but it's still pretty lenient but she doesn't get to have snapchat right now she has to wait till eighth grade so she kind of broke her mom's trust and now she has to wait longer so i know some of my friends have kind of like gotten stuff taken away from them because they haven't proven themselves worthy. Yeah. And, you know, we've kind of developed some rules as we've gone for the same reason. Um, we don't allow you guys to take your phones upstairs into your rooms because we've had some issues in the past when you guys were younger, maybe Googling some things we didn't want Googled or that kind of thing. And um, we've just kind of like, oh, you know what? I think we better keep devices downstairs. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't like the idea of you guys having your phones up there anyway because I don't want you checking your phone in the middle of the night or it waking you up in the middle of the night or anything like that. Um, And here's one that I thought was interesting though. One of my friends said she only allows screens after 4.30 on Friday, Saturday and Sunday night. I I was like, wow, that's strong. So um, they're not doing all that stuff during the, the school week, which is probably yeah. smart. You should probably be doing your homework and when you have free time. I do do my homework I, though. Like, I know I you do. make sure to get my homework done before I laze off. Yeah. Reading more. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I since, like, another topic that would kind of go along with it is, like, chores. Mm-hmm. Since, like, and before I start lazing around, like, I make sure if you have, like, if you need help around the house, like, unloading the dishwasher I do that before I like have to go before well not before I have to but before I want to go off and go on my electronics oh and and uh, what were your friends rules about chores a lot of them had to I think a lot of it was like doing the dishes what like whether I don't know what type of dishes maybe it's like unloading the dishwashers or loading it and a lot of them said that they had to like um, vacuum around the house mm-hmm. or dust mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, surprisingly, most of my friends said that they didn't really have chores, mm-hmm. but it was kind of more on if their parents needed help, mm-hmm. they would help them. What, what do you? Which is I, that's what we do, kind of. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you consider yourself having chores? Well, I. I always expect to have to unload the dishwasher mm-hmm. because I know that's a chore and I know sometimes we like fold our laundry and mm-hmm. put them back in our closet. Um but 
most of the time I just think I'm like ready whenever you need help, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily have assigned chores. Yeah, and 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 I've I've kind of liked keeping it that way. Yeah. I, I think lucky for me, you and your brother are pretty cool about pitching in, mm -hmm. and so if I'm like, can someone feed the dogs for me? You're both like, sure. Yeah. Or um, someone clear off the table, we're going to eat dinner in five minutes, and you guys pitch in and clear off the table. Or someone clear up the table, yeah. we're done with dinner. Um, you know, I think being in a family means helping each other. Mm -hmm. And it can't all fall on my shoulders or dad's shoulders. Um, but, you know, when you turned 10, we did start the allowance thing. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, which I, I think the allowance is pretty good. How th It's $3 a week, mm -hmm. one goes to charity... One one dollar goes to charity. One dollar goes to like my banking account mm -hmm. and savings. one savings account, and one goes to my or I can just like spend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You you don't. I, I like to save. You like to save. Um, and I just I also don't like like I don't. A lot of my friends have a bigger allowance than me, and they're like, oh, you only get this a week. But honestly, I just don't like taking money from people well also you don't have a lot of needs i mean yeah i i think we kind of tend to buy you what you want and what you need yeah. so um i don't feel like you need a big allowance yeah, for that i don't really want i'm like sometimes i just feel bad when you pay me oh i don't think you should feel bad for me paying you i i don't i mean you do do what i ask and and i appreciate that and i think learning about money is important you know, that's why we do the $1 to save, $1 to spend, and $1 to donate. Because um, that kind of makes you think about money. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting that sometimes if we are like at Target or something and I say, I'm not going to buy that piece of junk. If you want it, you can buy it. I'd say 90% of the time you say, no, I don't want to spend my money on that. Yeah. And so it does kind of make you think, ooh, it's my money. I don't, that's not valuable to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, we, you know, I think Dad and I tend to reward you guys quite a bit for things like good grades and, and good manners and being helpful, etc. And, and end up saying, oh, you were so awesome at such and such. Let's order you those shoes you wanted or whatnot. So you don't end up needing a lot of allowance. Yeah. Um, I know your one friend, the mom said she no longer buys her clothes or anything. Yeah. So her allowance is for her to budget if she says I want a cool I pair know. of shoes. So I or... know they get like ten dollars a week. Yeah. And then but they have to buy everything on there. Right. So it's like you want some cool t-shirts, go mm -hmm. buy them. <laughs> and that I think that's a good way to do it too. It's just not the like, way. Like and it could be a life lesson to know mm -hmm. like when you earn your money, like spend it wisely. Yes. 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 So yeah, I think everyone just kind of has their own I don't think anything's really right or wrong I think it just kind of depends on what boundaries like feel more comfortable for you and mm -hmm. like everything's out there but like you can choose I think it, like you can choose yourself like whether you want to see it or not and so like the parents can like if you make a boundary you can like choose for me to not see it yeah so are you saying you think there's value to boundaries yeah, I think there are some values, but I also think, like, that since I am growing up, like, and, like, 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 a life lesson, I can... Well, there's a lot of likes. <laughs> I can just teach myself a lot of, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what you're trying to say. I, um, what I'm trying to say is like... <laughs> I, I feel like there is a lot of value in boundaries. And I think, honest to goodness, you will look back and be grateful that we restricted certain things and that we didn't allow you to grow up too fast and you will understand. Um, interestingly, because I am a scientist, I wanted to look up some of this and see what other scientists had to say. So, um, I'm a scientist. I'm a veterinarian. They're scientists. That's okay. right. That's right. Um, Dr. Sears, I, you probably don't know who he is, but he's a pretty well-renowned pediatrician. Um, and his thoughts are that more screen time leads to less movement. And so that's not healthy, obviously, to be sitting on your booty too much. Um, I have and, to say, can I say something? Yeah. I think I get very balanced on just being healthy mm -hmm. because, and maybe the screen time limits do help because mm -hmm. once it shuts down, I'm like, oh, okay, that's enough for today. But I do think if I didn't have a screen time limit, I would still be balanced because I can't like bail on saying no to going to dance. Like I still right. have to do that and I can't bail on walking my dog to the circle because she needs her exercise. Right. You're right. And you, you I think, do lead an mm -hmm. active lifestyle. Um, and so, yeah, I don't worry as much about you and your brother. You both are in a lot of active things. Yeah. Um, but this is just what he's saying. More screen time, less movement. Yeah. And then even having the phone near you can be distracting because you want to check and see what's going on. So, for instance, if you're doing your homework but your phone is near you, you might be like, wait, let me just see something real quick. I find myself doing that sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got to stop, you know. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you not that we let you have your phone near you at bedtime, but if you're like, I need to go to sleep. Oh, wait. I wanted to see what my friend was going to do tonight or, you know, that kind of distraction. Um, I also got onto the Mayo Clinic website. The Mayo Clinic's a, a well-renowned hospital, but I'm sure this was kind of a pediatric study or whatnot. Um, they admitted there are some good things to social media, which I found interesting. Wow. I know. The entertainment factor, right? We're keeping you happy. Keeping you happy, yeah. Um, and I also, sorry, I'm, I'm adding to that. Um, I think during quarantine is when you let me get TikTok. Yeah. I think that that was when you started loosening down because, you know, it's hard to entertain yourself when you're stuck at home, mm -hmm. especially even like playing outdoor activities. Sometimes it can kind of just get tiring or mm -hmm. I get sunburned and just kind of drained. So being able to like sit down but still be entertained, I think right. it's... And and they that's what the Mayo Clinic said the entertainment factor. Yeah. Um, you can actually get a meaningful connection, and I, I found that. You know, I'm from mm -hmm. Michigan, but I live here in Florida. And FaceTime, you know, you can FaceTime talk yeah. to somebody. Yeah, you're right. Um, the self-expression, so you can kind of be artistic on social media. Um, getting support for from others that are like you. So yeah. especially if you had an illness or a disease, you might bond with other children like that or mm -hmm. you know you can bond with other acting friends and dance friends and I am taking your side a little on the um, social media too mm -hmm. because I think you can get lots of support but you can also get lots of hate yes and so. and that was one of the harmful things the Mayo Clinic was talking about yeah. um, not only can it disrupt your sleep and distract you but it can expose you to bullying and rumors and peer pressure and unrealistic views of others which again at 44 I struggle with you know you see someone 
always going on vacation or having the best bike you've ever seen. Yeah, I know it's what they choose to put out there. You're right, girl, and I'm glad you're smart about that. Um, you know, comparing yourself to others is not a good way to go through life. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. They also made a good point of um, teenagers are more impulsive. Do you know what impulsive means? No. Um, you kind of let your emotions take control of you. And so if you're mad, you're more likely to post something in anger. Or if you're sad, you post something in sadness. Or if you want to get back at someone, and instead of taking a deep breath and thinking about what you're about to do mm -hmm. and how that can just explode your world. So um, the risk of impulse posting, they call it, uh, increases as a teenager. Um, they, they did say it's good, though. You can learn about social events and current events which I think you do sometimes you'll surprise me by what you know and I'm like where'd you learn that and you're like oh I saw it on TikTok yeah <laughs> and also like even just I don't know if you can I, I guess the internet mm -hmm. you can search lots of things up like I think without the internet we wouldn't really be able to get get the what's the word information Infor yeah information will just get to have knowledge from if you have a question and like mm -hmm. you're really antsy about it you don't have to like go over to someone and ask them you can just search it up so I think without have, being able to search it up we would be maybe not as smart as we are <laughs> yeah no and, and I, I agree with you I, I think uh, one of the things that I miss the most when I don't have access to my phone whether it's like I'm out of the country mm -hmm. or what is the instant knowledge so if I'm reading a menu and I'm like ooh I don't know this word on the menu let me look it up you know, or, oh, I wonder how old that actor is. I mean, those are uh -huh. silly things, but I like to know right away. Um, I just wanted to also point out that the Mayo Clinic says that over three hours of social media um, gives you a greater risk of mental health problems. They found that in a 2019 study. I know you've been learning about mental health. So things like anxiety, depression, that kind of thing. Um, and they recommend setting limits. Uh, keep tablets out of the room, like bedrooms. Um, monitor your accounts, which I do try to do. Um, explain what uh, isn't okay. So I think you know, and we've talked mm -hmm. about, you know, it's not okay to say negative things to people. And also, I just thought that social media is a way to express yourself too, because you can kind of like put yourself out there mm -hmm. more. Yeah. So and, and it does help you. I am not saying that it doesn't help. <laughs> I'm saying that we have to be careful. Um, you should encourage your kids to have face-to-face -face interactions, and we still try to do that. Uh -huh. I, I, you know, even with COVID, we've tried to be social, and then just to talk about social media, and that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're talking about yeah. social media, but we're also talking about boundaries and why those are important. So um, I think this was a good was a, conversation. It was. I was going to say the same thing. It was a good conversation. Um, it's not easy being 11. I know you're kind of half a kid and half a teenager, and and I'm still struggling myself with the fact that you're growing up. And goodness gracious, moving on to seventh grade in the fall—that is crazy. Um, thanks for having this conversation with me. Thank you. I love and, you, girl. Oh, I love you too, and. I think it's good because we can see each other's sides. Like, absolutely. I, I don't know if you can see mine, but I can see yours. <laughs> I can see yours, <laughs> honey. I can. Um, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be back at the same time next week for another chat with our daughters. 
Um, and right now you can find us on Instagram, ironic enough. Um, so check out <laughs> our social media account, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Literally just chats with my daughter. Chats with my daughter. All right. Say goodbye, Ella. Bye. Bye.